auto dealers. Are you missing the most engaged buyers because you don't know where to find them? At eBay Motors, you'll find buyers so motivated, they purchase a car or truck once every three minutes. Just call 866-210-5362 and mention the code AUTONEWS to get 50% off your first two months. Welcome to Daily Drive for Monday, July 11th, 2022. I'm Kellen Walker. Jamie's out today. On the show today, U.S. vehicle inventory seems to be stuck. Ford threatens Hyundai for number two in U.S. EV sales. And we've got Mercedes sales results from Q2. Plus, a conversation with John Roth, GM's global VP of customer care and after sales. Let's run through all the news you need to know to keep up in the auto industry. June marked the sixth consecutive month when auto industry levels were between 1 million and 1.1 million vehicles. That's according to Cox Automotive, which notes the 1.1 million figure from June is off 35% from a year earlier. It's also 1.5 million vehicles below where the industry stood in June 2020. Record high fuel prices could have been a measurable impact on inventory. Cox notes that hybrid models had the lowest inventory levels. The segments with the highest were luxury and larger cars, as well as non-luxury SUVs and domestic full-size pickups. Ford could leap past Hyundai Motor Group for the number two spot for EV sales in the U.S. Analysts say that's as it increases F-150 Lightning and Mustang Mach-E production. In April, May, and June, Ford nearly doubled its EV sales over the first quarter with the launch of the F-150 Lightning. For the first half of the year, the Detroit automaker logged almost 23,000 EV sales. That's up 77% from a year earlier. Ford ranks third in the U.S. behind Tesla and Hyundai. General Motors is another Detroit automaker trying to move up in the EV rankings. Today, we learned that forecasters expect GM's venerable commercial vans to go electric in 2026. Production of Chevrolet Express and the GMC Savannah are expected to remain at GM's plant in Wentzville, Missouri, when they become electric vehicles. One source expects GM to discontinue the gasoline-powered Express and Savannah around the same time. No major updates are expected through 2025. And Mercedes-Benz sold 16% fewer cars during the second quarter. That's as COVID-19-related lockdowns in China and prolonged shortage of semiconductors continue to weigh on production. Deliveries in China declined 25%, while sales in Europe fell 10%. North America saw a dip of 3% in the quarter. EV sales were a bright spot, with sales of EQ badge cars nearly doubling to over 23,000 units. And those are today's headlines. Before we move on, Automotive News is out with our 11th 40 Under 40 class. This year's honorees have led digital retailing transformations, found new ways to stock vehicles during an inventory crisis, and chipped away at recruiting challenges. Congratulations to this year's class, and we hope you enjoy reading their stories. You can find the list at autonews.com. Coming up, our own Hannah Lutz recently visited General Motors' largest parts processing center in Burton, Michigan, and caught up with GM's global VP of customer care and after sales, John Roth. 
We'll hear that conversation next on Daily Drive. The most motivated car buyers aren't knocking on your door anymore. They're online, but you don't have to look far. You can find them at eBay Motors. Our platform features over 7 million engaged users. Our buyers are so engaged, they enter over 3 billion search impressions per month and buy a car or truck every three minutes. Today's car buyer has high expectations when they browse online. eBay Motors helps you meet those expectations. Use machine learning with our AI-driven vehicle pages, and you'll automatically optimize your buyer's experience. It's as easy as listing your inventory and watching as the most engaged buyers find you. If you've ever uploaded your automotive inventory to a website, you have more than enough skills to get your cars listed on eBay Motors. It will feel like you're setting up an entirely new car dealership within minutes. Once you list your available inventory, you'll have additional support from the platform, including a single destination page for your entire brand. Want to generate more sales automatically? eBay Motors lets you choose between auction, classified, and fixed-price listing options so the site does the heavy lifting. It even integrates with your existing dealer or vehicle management system. All you have to do is list your inventory, sit back, relax, watch a movie, and then check back in to see the sales you've made. How do you start? It's as simple as creating an account. Call 866-210-5362 and mention the code AUTONEWS to get 50% off your first two months. Find out why selling cars has never been this easy. That number again, 866-210-5362. Welcome back to Daily Drive. I'm Kellen Walker. General Motors' largest parts processing center is fulfilling the needs of car buyers of the last decade. While preparing its operations for the automaker's all-electric future, GM's customer care and after-sales division is responsible for processing parts for vehicles two years before launch to vehicles that were on the market 10 years ago. Automotive News GM reporter Hannah Lutz recently visited the Davison Road Processing Center in Burton, Michigan. She spoke with GM's Global Vice President of Customer Care and After Sales, John Roth, about the work going on there. Here's their conversation. So the plant that we're at today, the Davison Road Processing Center in Burton, Michigan, it's considered a warehouse of the future. What do you mean by that and what strategies are you working on here can be applied elsewhere at GM facilities? Yeah, so Davison Road is is one of 29 locations here in, in North America, and it was built in, in 2019. And the great part about Davison Roads is it's a very um, ambidextrous plant. It, uh, you know, it's managing the day-to-day -day business and then allowing us to do proof of concept. And we have an incredible relationship uh, with our local uh, UAW team here that allows us to do uh, testing and learning uh, as we continue to, to run that day-to-day -day business and the, the magnitude of, of parts throughput uh, that goes through this location. So we're bringing in uh, autonomous robots that are able to move material more seamlessly through the plant, which is freeing up uh, the represented workforce to go and do other more productive uh, work and, uh, and help us improve the overall efficiency and effectiveness as we've enjoyed double digit growth. And so as you, you get bigger, we're looking for ways to allow us to not only expand the number of people that are on the floor, but also expand that efficiency and throughput. And Davison is, is well uh, geared to allow us to bring that balance uh, that we need to do in order to continue to have the customer experience at the highest level possible. And that double digit growth that you just mentioned, that was through the pandemic, correct? Yeah, actually so two years back to back. And so even this year, once again, we're 
uh, on another glide path to see double digit growth again this year. And so consumers are driving again, miles driven are up. And as we you know, fulfill orders, uh, we have a great purchasing department working with our suppliers and, uh, and the, uh, the end customers on what they need. We're able to fill orders that others can't. And so we're seeing more and more consumers coming our way because uh, we have the product they need and we can give them the experience they look forward to and uh, you know, continue to run the business forward. How does the customer cares and after sales division participate in dealer readiness for electric vehicles? I'd start with our dealers are a critical part uh, of our success. They are a, a key to the network uh, for now and, and into the future. And at the point of connection with that consumer, we need to make sure that they're prepared to have those conversations with the customer. And so we're expanding our training capabilities down at the dealership level, we've added two new training centers to get more hands-on uh, capability, get greater throughput. Uh, we have a technician excellence program that allows us to uh, help our uh, technicians improve their skills, improve their retention, uh, get rewarded, but also attract uh, new technicians uh, in a much more diverse manner to our dealership level. And then we've added additional uh, field folks, uh, field service engineers out there going shoulder to shoulder, uh, making sure that they have the support and that hands-on capability. They don't have to come into a training center to learn. They can learn while they're working on that customer's vehicle. And so it's an all-on effort, understanding again back to we see what's coming our way because we're minus two from launch on all of the General Motors product portfolio, and it allows us to be proactive in uh, getting out to our dealer partners and making sure they're fully prepared for this new product that's coming their way. So GM Ventures recently invested in a company called UVI. Tell us about that and what the benefit is for dealers. Yeah, UVI is a game-changing technology. We've uh, partnered in collaboration uh, with uh, the UVI team to uh, help improve the multi-point vehicle inspection, we call it MPVI. What used to take you know, 10, 15 minutes for a service advisor walking around the vehicle and, and touching what they could see, essentially, we've now automated that process. And in about two to three seconds, you can have a vehicle pass through a photographic artificial intelligence machine as they come out of the service drive. And by the time they get out of their car and at that counter, there's a full digital rendering 360 of that vehicle. The level of photography, the high definition, uh, that's available to help the customer see what we see and what they need to do, what they can wait on, what needs to be done right away, and even just you know simple cosmetic things that can get pointed out. And because we all want to drive that most beautiful vehicle that that we can possibly drive, and we want to make sure those General Motors and those those Chevrolets, those GMCs and and Buicks are standing tall when they go back out. So it's it's a great standardized process that really raises the bar customer experience and does it at speed, which is what everybody wants. Right, a time saver and kind of reduces the number of people needed, it sounds like. How many yeah. dealers are using it so far? Uh, right now we've piloted with around 12 dealers and right now we're just signing up after the announcement here this past week, additional dealers. In fact, I just talked to one last night that told me he ordered four for his brand new dealership that he's building down in Texas. So great opportunity to, again, standardize the work and give the customers the experience they expect. Um, this plant is also working on packaging the safe batteries for the Chevy Bolt, which um, had a wide-ranging recall a while ago. Tell us what the plant is doing specifically and 
what learnings you've taken from from working with these batteries. Yeah, so uh, this is a, a great location because we do our international shipping out of here. And so we made the decision that we would manage the international uh, bolt uh, service recall through this location. And a super opportunity to really understand, okay, how do you not only ship locally, but how do you make sure that we ship these batteries uh, internationally in a very safe manner and take care of those customers. Again, it's all about speed and efficiency these days. Consumers you know, want to make sure that their vehicle gets repaired right away and gets back on the road. And, and that's what we're able to do here within the Davidson Road community is make sure that not only the local customers are getting taken care of, but we're applying that same thought process internationally. That's what Davidson has been able to do. All right. Well, thank you so much for your time, John. It's sure. nice to see you. Thank you. John Roth is GM's Global Vice President of Customer Care and After Sales. He spoke with our own Hannah Lutz. That's Daily Drive for today. I'm Kellen Walker. Thanks to Automotive News Coordinating Producer Jake Neer for his help on today's podcast. You can get the latest news on manufacturing, retail, and everything happening in the auto industry at autonews.com. Come back tomorrow for a conversation about the uncertainty surrounding L.A. dock workers and their contract and possible scenarios for the automotive industry. We'll hear from Mirko Wojcik of Everstream Analytics. And if you enjoy the podcast, remember to like, leave a review, and subscribe so you never miss an episode.